Hey there, I'm Kevin Daisy. And I'm Eric Olson. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. All right, we are live. How's it going out there? We are on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Facebook, coming to you live for another recording of the Managing Partners Podcast. I'm Kevin Daisy, your host, also the founder of Array Digital. We help law firms fill their pipeline using digital marketing. Today, I'm joined by Jacina. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Can't wait to hear your story. It sounds like you have some really different things to share. We were talking a little bit backstage. Uh, so I'm really interested to learn about that stuff. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin, for having me. Absolutely. Uh, anyone tuning in live right now, please ask questions. Pop in and say hi. Maybe you're someone that knows her. You just want to be a fan. That's totally cool. But ask any questions you have. Ask hard questions, easy questions. And she'll be happy to answer those, I'm sure. So my first question is the same question I ask everyone is, you know, I really want to know what's unique about you, kind of how you got uh, your start and ended up where you are today and, and running your own practice. Okay. So I always wanted to be an attorney. So the, my profession choice never changed since elementary. It's always what I wanted to do. Um, I was on debate teams. What I will say changed uh, was my practice area choice. So I always wanted to be a prosecutor and I had a game plan, be a police officer, become a detective, and be a prosecutor. And ironically, um, we'll get into what the firm does. I do criminal defense, so I go up against everything I wanted to, to be. <laughs> um, so that's a little different, and um, it was never planned. That was not intentional. Um, I think the, that area just chose me. But in, in law school, I will say um, I experienced a very close person to me go to prison and I didn't really like how the system handled the situation or the case. So, so that had a huge influence and impact on why I went to defense versus working for the government. So that's kind of how I ended up where I am now as far as practice areas. But um, law school was always in the plan. I always wanted to be an attorney. Uh, I went to Thomas Cooley. I actually graduated from law school twice. I went back for my LLM in intellectual property. I haven't done anything with that degree yet. So that's how I am where I am. I mean, I, I, I love it. It's, you know, you knew all the way what you wanted to be. That's great. And that's why, you know, some people have different stories. They fell into it or, or a lot of here too, just like you said, you had, it didn't change where, what you wanted to do, but which area of practice and you, you had something in your life happen that you said, Hey, I need to help with, you know, these people that, you know, this similar situation may happen. So uh, that's unique in, in that, how that kind of transitioned you from what you were doing. So interesting. So uh, real, real quick about your firm. So you're criminal defense. Uh, you're in Tampa, Florida. I'm in Tampa Bay, but I service, I have cases all throughout the state. Okay. Yeah, I was, was going to be your next question is uh, how far out do you go and what's your reach there? So, okay. Excellent. Beautiful down in Florida. Uh, I'm up here in Virginia, so not quite as warm all year, but uh, I'm supposed to be in Florida next week, which I think may not happen. I'm not sure. Travel plans are kind of weird right now. But so uh, tell us a little bit more maybe about your firm. Is it you? Do you have some staff? What's it look like? 
So it is, um, it is just me. So, so to clarify, I do criminal defense and family law. So I do do two practice areas. Neither one did I intend to go into originally. Um, it was intended to work for the government and it never happened. Uh, so I am the only attorney uh, in the firm. I do co-counsel on some of the bigger cases um, just because it is a lot to manage for one person. But I am the only attorney under the firm. And um, as far as staff, I do have two legal assistants and an operations manager who oversees things. I do intend on hopefully hiring on an associate. So if anyone listening is interested, feel free to contact me. I do need help as far as my case caseload goes. So um, staff, it's three, three of us, three, three to four of us. Um, and I have interns come and go. So interns will be assigned specific projects. I'm very much involved in the um, community projects and nonprofits. So I do have interns come and go and assist with those projects and they get credit uh, with their law schools as well. Um, okay. Well, uh, anyone listening, uh, her website address is down below. You can check that out and learn more about her. Uh, nice website. She's got a lot of good content on there um, about what she's doing and, Kind of for the way she thinks i think it's pretty cool with some of the messaging on there but that's also her phone number i put the link to the web address in the comments so anyone uh tuning in they can now or later on youtube linkedin you can click on that link to go off to her website yeah if you you know if you're interested to talk to her please reach out i'm sure she would love to chat and well, sounds like she needs some help so next question i guess is how you get clients and what's working well for you okay so i know we were talking behind the scenes and i said um <laughs> this you know some of my answers might be a little different than most attorneys i um can honestly say i have not since i've been practicing spent a lot of marketing dollars in in obtaining clients or advertisement so i will say i i've been very fortunate to have um, a lot of referrals and a lot of word of mouth so for me i think results ultimately matter so I think that if you have a, a, a very strong work ethic that ultimately leads to good client results, leads to reviews it's on your website, it's all public, that that really assists with, um, you know, comeback, comeback clients or other referrals. So for me, I, that has worked a lot to get more work to the point that sometimes I'm closing out my calendars and saying, hey, I'm not taking any more clients. Because you have to remember my practice areas, if you're, if you're set for trial, you, you want to focus on that. And I, I know some attorneys just continue to take on cases, um, in my opinion, that affects your, your uh, results ultimately. Um, so for me, what's worked to get clients is just really good results, really good reviews, word of mouth. I do get referrals from other attorneys. I also refer out to a lot of attorneys. And I don't just mean locally. So I used to attend various networking events out of state. And whenever I have clients who need an attorney in perhaps Virginia or California, we keep those connections open. So that works on both ends for referral basis. I would say another way, I've done a lot of community events and have volunteered pro bono for a lot of different organizations. I can honestly say that work work comes from that also from actually volunteering to work for free you end up getting hired 
Um, <laughs> so it's works for me. So I, you know, that's why I think it's a bit ironic because I'm actually volunteering to to work for free. Um, and I've had a lot of clients from from legal clinics and and things of that nature. No, that's awesome. Hey there, this is Eric J. Olson, the CEO of Array Law. If you're ready to work with a world-class digital marketing company, reach out. You can find us online at ArrayLaw.com or call us at any time, 757-333-3021. That, that's definitely a trend and a lot that I hear interviewing other managing partners and people run their own firms is it, it starts really with doing really good work and being a good person focusing on the work. And like you said, not over, ex, you know, exerting yourself so that you can actually focus on those cases and, and give a good result. You know, some of the, the best firms that I've had on here, that's usually kind of how they assess their, their core. Um, and so, you know, I, I hear that over and over again, you just got to do good work. You have to show up um, the, you know, the things you're going for free, um, that's going to come back to you. People are, you know, the community is going to recognize that. So so kudos for, for that and how, you know, busy you are. That's excellent. Um, and I think, you know, you're going to place of, you want to bring on an associate and, and grow. There's a point where at some point marketing does make sense that, you know, if you have a bunch of people there and other attorneys, then, you know, they might not be to have the same type of success you had starting in, you know, if they bring another practice area into the firm. So, but uh, kudos for what you're doing. That's awesome. And uh, anyone listening, young attorneys, law students, you know, you got to do good work and be ethical and have integrity and go out of your way to help people. And it will come back to you for sure. So glad to hear that. Um, um, if, I, if I could just add on before we go to the next yeah, question. Sure. Um, that's, you want. One, that's one important thing that I will say to the younger attorneys um, listening and law students is, you have to remain ethical and with integrity because you do find sometimes, um, depending on the practice area, that is an issue. And just because somebody's been practicing 20, 30 years doesn't mean that they're always um, per se ethical. And you have to, you know, you have to remember that they've been doing this 20, 25 years and you haven't. You're starting off and you want to start off the right way. 100%. Great lesson. Rewind, listen to that again. <laughs> so appreciate that. And uh, so one of the things I was going to ask too, because you, you're you have a lot of cases, you're growing, uh, you have a, a lot of room to go. But uh, what are some of the things you're using, or any tools, software, to kind of manage, you know, the cases that you have? So I'm transitioning. I've transitioned from a different case management uh, system. I'm transitioning into another one. Um, in transitioning, it did create huge internal problem, which um, <laughs> operations is, is, is onto it. But I would say a lot of case management and computer software is, is really being used to automate processes. So it's, it's in the works now. Um, but I would say that really controls time management, um, case management, workflow management. So the, that's really mm -hmm. helped streamline things. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, we're different. We're just marketing agency, but there's so many things and tasks for our clients. We couldn't do a lot of this stuff without software, task management, project management uh, tools. So I just always like to ask, kind of see what you're using. Uh, do you know what are you switching over to? Is it a, a case management software or 
originally, um, as far as cases, I, originally I was using Rocket Matter. Um, that's kind of what's on the Florida bar when you first starting off. It's it's okay. on there. So that I started off there, and then I grew to not really like it, it, it or not find it useful. Maybe I just didn't know how to use it properly. But I switched over from Rocket Matter to Practice Panther now. Okay, I've heard of that one, and Clio is a big yeah. one. I hear about that all the time. Excellent. Okay, well, it's good. I mean, you're you know I. I I've had others say they kind of mash some stuff together and do whatever and, you know, you got to do whatever works for you, but it seems like those things are invaluable. So that's great. So for you, other, you know, you mentioned a little bit about, uh, you know, bringing on an associate and things like that, but what's really in your mind, your vision uh, in the next two to five years of where you really like to take, take the firm and what do you see happening in that, that time period? So ideally, um, because obviously I, I started off somewhere and ended up somewhere else. Ideally, what my game plan is would be to add um, immigration as a practice area because it overlaps a lot with criminal and family. So if I were to bring on, well, the, the associate I want to bring on by next year um, would essentially help me in criminal and family. But in two to five years, I want to add an additional one or two additional practice areas, immigration. For the reasons I stated, personal injury because it's it's just very beneficial and lucrative. I don't intend on actually I intend on hiring attorneys for each practice area, and that's where marketing obviously will come into um, effect because, like you stated, there are different attorneys that we may need different tools or techniques for, and different practice areas. I can't advertise immigration if I don't really practice it. So I do see my firm growing in. Ideally, two additional practice areas, immigration and personal injury, and then attorneys so, um, attached to each practice area, which I'm assuming they'll need their own paralegal. So I do see that kind of growth going forward. That's exciting. That's awesome. I think, yeah, the immigration makes a, a lot of sense uh, for sure to add next. And uh, yeah, personal injury, it's, you know, this, that's a lucrative side of things. And that, you know, there's a lot of advertising and marketing on that side of things. For sure, it's a very competitive space. We work with some big personal injury firms, and there's they'll do anything and gotta come up with new. <laughs> yeah, well, you gotta come up with something new. You gotta get figure out some other way to get in front of folks. And I think it's a, it's a very time sensitive thing that uh, you know if you're either you're either in front of the person at that time or you're not. So I think um, the very neat thing about adding the immigration portion is um, when you have a criminal case that involves an immigration issue or there's an ice code and the criminal case can be resolved, you're still detained. Now your client is forced to hire another attorney versus if your firm handles it in house, you don't have to go hire, you know, essentially spend two retainers on two different lawyers, two different firms, and just hire within one firm and resolve all issues. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, really great plan for you. And also with the, the family side, um, that same person, you know, you can help them with other issues, family that has issues, they'll refer you to that. So it, to me, that those three together really make, make a lot of sense. So I think that's naturally a, a good place for you to go. Not an attorney though. So I don't really know that much, but it sounds like, you know, you have awesome plans to, for growth. Uh, you're already going very well, the basics and, the, you know, the integrity and all the things you're doing there and getting the referrals. So you have a great foundation and base. And so. You know, it seems without a doubt that you'll you'll get to where you want to go for sure. 
congratulations on the success so far. So everyone, again, check out the website, check her out, learn more. What's another way that uh, anyone watching or tuning in right now could, could connect with you if they uh, were an attorney looking for a position or uh, maybe just another attorney that is like, yeah, hey, I've got some referrals I could send her. Or maybe, she, you know, so, is there a better way to connect with you? No, the, the website is fine. There is a contact um, link there and it, it actually comes directly to my email. So it doesn't go to my assistant. So I will actually see it if it's an intern position that someone's interested or an associate position. And if they indicate that it's for that, then my assistant will reach out and say, you know, we need a resume or a cover letter or whatever is required. So the website will work. If it's something that's not firm related or legal advice related, and it's just a law student, you know, seeking mentorship or wanting something that doesn't have to deal with the firm, I am contacted a lot via Instagram. Okay. That's where I'm actually most active on. My Facebook, LinkedIn, things like that are managed by someone else. So Instagram is the only social media platform that I actually communicate with with people. And <laughs> a lot control. of people. Yeah. What is your uh, handle on Instagram? Uh, Senya, S-E-N-I-A dot E-S-Q. I like it. Thank you. Let's see if I got that right there. there I, had, <laughs> I had students um, reach out. Is that you know, Is that it's right? It's an I. It's an I. Oh. So S-E-N-I-A. S-E-N-I-A? Just the letter off. You say S-E-N-I-N-A? Remove the second N. Oh, the second N. We're live, but I'm trying. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Sorry about that, everyone. Uh, so go check it out on, on Instagram. Actually, I'm going to check her out in just a moment and uh, follow her. Uh, yeah, follow her account. If you got any questions, sounds like she'll respond. Uh, someone looking for mentorship has questions about what she's doing. I'm sure she'll have happy to help you out. So I appreciate that, that you're you know willing to do that. So Absolutely. check her out. Uh, anything else you'd like to share before we tune off? Nothing per se. I, I look forward to the growth. Um, thank you so much for having me, for inviting me. Um, I've checked out your your page so it's great as well and anyone feel free to contact me all right i appreciate it so anyone uh tuning in her episode will be available up on youtube right now linkedin facebook we'll additionally have it up on our website at arraylaw.com forward slash podcast so it'll be featured on that page soon as it's ready um, so we'll create a custom page for her and then it also will be on audio on any kind of podcast you, wherever you listen whether it's google apple you can get the podcast soon. And then also we'll be making a, con a ton of awesome content featuring her, maybe some quotes she said, some things that she shared, some video clips. And you can look for that on our social media. We'll have it on Instagram stories, Facebook, LinkedIn. And then just, you know, we'll, we'll actually share that with you. So you and your firm or the people that handle your social media can get that out. And it really just will highlight and feature you. So, uh, so look for all that content coming out soon. She'll be featured more and more. And uh, we look forward to putting that out there. If you need help with marketing, advertising, websites, SEO, that's what we do. And we only do it for law firms. So reach out to us. Uh, check out raylaw.com. And just like her, I'm available. If it's just questions, mentorship, whatever, I'll help you out. Uh, whether or not you use us and become a client, doesn't matter. Uh, but I'm available. So you can reach out to me as well. I guess that's it. Another episode. Thanks so much for joining me. 
and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Just stay on for a second. We'll be right behind the scenes. Everyone else, have a great afternoon, and we will see you on the next show.